So, hello and welcome to the latest video, <laughs> the latest episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast and also video. And I'm really happy to see you here again. And today we're going to discuss emotional intelligence and 10 ways to improve your self-awareness. And why I'm doing this, um, this is actually the second time or third time um, to be precise, um, where I discussed this topic because everything went wrong. Um, and you are actually able to see everything. Yes. So, uh, why we discuss this, um, I think it's one of the important, most important things um, you have to learn in life is that you have to be self-aware. And what this means or what I consider self-aware is that you know what um, you are good at, you know what you are bad at, you know what um, you should do and what you shouldn't do, what's good for you and what's bad for you, and uh, why you have certain emotions in certain scenarios. And just it's just um, a lot of self-reflection, and this will come um, a little bit later in this article. And actually, before I forget to mention this, um, it's an article from uh, thriveglobal.com from the 3rd of May 2018. And let's start with what is an emotion. Understanding what is an emotion is beyond the goal of this post. So if unsure, go to that article in Wikipedia. Even if you're sure that you are familiar with the term, I urge to go and check it out. Often people limit themselves with just a few high-level emotions that they cannot actually identify what actually, exactly, are they feeling. So let's see what Wikipedia is saying. Uh, emotion is a conscious experience characterized by intense mental activity and a certain degree of pleasure and displeasure. Alright. Um, sorry. Do I have to go back here? Yes, it seems to be. Um, but what is emotional intelligence then? Uh, emotional intelligence in general is the ability to recognize emotions not only inside yourself but also inside others. And inside others this is very important and not very important for everyone but this is very useful if you are for example a marketer and um, if you know what other people are thinking or other people's emotions are um, you know you have a really um, you have really high value for this market because you can target these groups very precisely um, if you really understand what they are feeling you know um, there are generally speaking four loosely defined fields of study understanding and noticing your own emotions is called self-awareness being able to control your own emotions is called self-control and understanding the emotions of others is called empathy 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 <laughs> and being able to influence the emotions of others is called social skills which is a pretty uh, broad term at my point of view do you see this yes i'm sorry if i have to check if you see everything correctly because i don't know where my cam is unfortunately so um the first step to improve your self-awareness, they say, is 
to go out of their comfort zone. Um, and which I suggest as well, because if you go out of your comfort zone, you know what, um, what makes you feel a certain feeling. You know, if you, for example, um, you have anxiety of heights, if this is called like this, um, and you go on a really big tower or something, and um, you know that this is the reason for why you are feeling this. And I think the more you go out of your comfort zone, the more you know, um, or I guess the more you know um, about yourself and about um, why certain feelings occur or um, come up in certain places or in certain scenarios. But let's see what they are saying. Say. Have you heard that the magic happens outside the comfort zone? The same is true about emotions. People have the tendency to avoid discomforting feelings. That's true. That's why a cold shower. I take cold showers every single day and it's good for you and it's good for me. But this is not a long-term solution. You should allow the feelings to surface and provide the information they carry. Instead of showing the emotions away, shoving, sorry, you should guide yourself to it and through it. Ignoring feelings would only allow them to appear when least expected. That's totally true. And for example, also in a relationship, it's um, at my point of view, the best thing to, um, you know, talk about stuffs um, that go on, which might not be good um, immediately. Because if you just say, yeah, we are talking about it um, someday later or, you know, a week later, um, it will not be better and um, there will nothing be better um, by just doing this and so everything will exactly um, be uh, much better or much worse sorry uh, much worse because you um, you know you haven't talked about it and so this rubbing this uh, tensity everything um, you know grows it's like a snowball um, at last but not least, getting out of the comfort zone is not that bad. The great minds of our present have daily asks, tasks to do something unpleasant in order to expand the frontiers. With practice, you will soon discover that it's not that hard. Um, and I would even say that if you do something unpleasant, you really, you know, recognize what's pleasant and um, what you really like. And you enjoy this more, at my point of view, and you might consider this as well by yourself. Um, identify your triggers. Uh, a trigger is a person, a situation or a condition that makes you emotion, emotional and prompts you to certain actions. It could be a show of manager that feeds like a vampire from the energy of the others in the room or a very noisy work environment, particularly when your colleagues like talking over the phone and you cannot concentrate. when your colleagues are talking over the phone, sorry. It could also be, for example, a very technical technical manager who lacks communication or people management skills. The typical response to these stimuli is a shutdown, especially if it happens at work where emotional outbursts are considered taboo. Um, but, if you've, but, e but even if you enclose your emotions inside you, your body language will go screaming and keen observer will notice it anyway. Identifying your trigger leads to improvement, 
improved emotional intelligence because it would allow you to develop the ability to grow to control the outcome it could give you the skill to calm down and if you know what triggers your emotions you um and you're going right into this scenario you really know it before and so you can be like you know i know what's what's happening right now or will happen right now and i know what i can do against it and i know that it is coming and it is never as worse there's nothing worse than um getting hit in the face unexpectedly you know um that's why it is great to know what triggers your emotions um i won't read this whole article or this whole part um but i'll be like this and maybe you pause and this is the um you know opportunity you have when you're watching this as a video do not judge your feelings um it's complicated i think because everybody does um and you know everybody is used to doing it but a feeling is a feeling nothing more nothing less if you try to label your feelings as good or bad or as positive or negative you would lose the ability to ability to regard them and be aware of them be aware of them and i would say um feelings occur because of um certain things you know and it is what it is and um you might be able to change it but for changing it you must know um why you have these certain feelings and for this you have to know what triggers them and there we land at the um point we had before nevertheless um, you would lose the ability to regard them and be aware of them. It is in the human nature to judge things and separate them into those two big groups. But it is counterproductive. The bad feelings are automatically regarded as something that should be avoided at any cost. You do not want to feel them and you may even want to get rid of them. You feel ashamed when you have a bad feeling and shame is furthermore also labeled as negative. The good feelings, however, are automatically regarded as something that should be sought after. You want to feel them and you may even reward yourself for having them. But you also let, the, let them run wild and then drain your energy. All those feelings come to life with a certain information that they carry. You feel content because you have achieved something, uh, mournful because you lost something, frustrated because the reality is different from your expectations, excites, excites because that family vacation is just around the corner. If you allow yourself to regard the emotion just as what it is, you have the opportunity to understand it and find out what your mind is trying to tell you. That's a really great point. You, you just have to be clear that emotions are emotions and um, nothing more and nothing less. And yeah, when you allow yourself not to judge emotions, they will run its course and vanish and they will not take control of you. Um, uh, also thing is if you you know judge your emotions and really take time to judge your emotions you do not have the time to um, think about them uh, think about the triggers you have um, for them and um, you know you just waste a lot of time by doing unnecessary stuff instead of using the time and to see what are the triggers what I can do what I can do about it can I even do about it or, um, you know, just this thinking process. 
what does the time say? The time says 12 minutes and that's fine. Don't make decision, decisions in a bad mood. And you might experience it yourself. Um, I use this phrase quite uh, often, <laughs> um, I think. But, um, you know, when you're in a bad mood, you um, tend to make bad decisions. So this is what I feel. And for example, if you're hungry, it's never good to go um, grocery shopping because you will buy way more than without being hungry. Because, you know, you just have the feeling right now. And we often just buy it because of feelings. And, um, you know, but nevertheless, let's read what they're saying. Everybody has those situations in life when just everything goes into the wrong direction. Call it Call it depression, call it feeling down or just being unlucky. You feel that you cannot do anything right and right and black wheel comes down on all your thoughts. The problem here is that once a bad mood takes, a, takes control over your brain, you lose the sight of the good part of your life. Suddenly you, you, hate, you hate where your life, you hate where you work, you, you live, sorry. You feel irritated by your colleagues. You could also be frustrated with your family or just dissatisfied with yourself. Um, that's true. If you're feeling bad, everything seems bad at the time. It's just what it is and that's also a reason why you just make bad decisions in that, um, you know, in that mood. Because everything seems bad and, um, you know, you are not really clear-minded. Deep inside you know that most of what you think is not completely true, but you cannot help get rid of that thoughts. Emotional intelligence through self-awareness teaches that you take notice of the situation and accept it is accept is it is accept it as it is. Um, you should be okay that you probably can do little to change the con current conditions and just let it pass. What is most important here is that you should postpone any possible life-changing decisions until you are out of that zone. That's true. If you know, you know, if it's about grocery shopping, you can make it. Just might uh, waste money, but um, there are just way worse scenarios you could be in and you could be thinking about. And you shouldn't make decisions in a good mood either. And I didn't know that, and I didn't really think about this. Um, but it's true because when you're good mooded. You know, everything seems like a rainbow land, something. And you just uh, make really the counterpart of, um, you know. In terms of grocery shopping, I do not really uh, know example right now. But I think. So if you're bad mooded, you buy too much and maybe bad stuff. What if you're good mooded? Um, you may be also buying too many, too much stuff because you feel like treating yourself or something. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the methods used by skilled salesmen to sell you stuff that you do not want. They get excited to the point that you lose control of your mind and when they offer you the merchandise, you could overestimate its values and pay too much for it. Oh, that's true, because good salesmen um, know how to... Um, awaken emotions in you, awake emotions in you, and um, 
you know, um, these products where you just feel like, oh, that's um, what I really wanted. This is just the, the problem-solving key for my problem. And um, you just, you, you're really hyped and then you, um, you know, you overlook certain things that might not be as good um, as they should be or as they are just as they are. And yeah, and so on. So, 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 um, and get to the bird's eye view. And I don't know what this means. Have you heard the description that someone is about things? Well, this is also applicable in, in emotional intelligence. Maybe it is that what I said, I think that you um, know what happens. So you're just really clear-minded and there are quite no emotions in the game. And you know, you can, you know what are you doing. But let's see. Imagine if you could let go of your personality and watch yourself from above. Like a bird who flies high above the ground and has the whole picture in sight. If you could let go of, of your narrow first-person vision and look at your life in general, how many more things would you be able to see and understand that way? That's totally true. A lot of times, you know, I really don't see things because I'm um, thinking or I'm bad-mooded or I'm good-mooded and so on. Even though you cannot actually look yourself from above, you can still develop and understand an understanding of your own behavior. You should be aware of your emotions and thoughts as the situation comes to life. You should try to inject yourself between the trigger and the reaction in order to allow yourself to process the whole information and to look at things from above. The goal is to remind yourself of the actual feeling below all layers. For example, if you are a parent of a little boy and you want to serve them something nice for dinner, vegetables and meat, you notice that he does not want to eat them and starts spitting out the food on the floor that you just cleaned. You feel your wet um, bubbling inside you. If you ascend above the situation though, you will just see a parent who is worried that his or her child should eat healthy and get enough vitamins. vitamins. Um, as I get it right, and if I'm not getting it right, um, please comment down below and tell me just about not letting, um, you know, this emotions, um, you know, get in the game. Um, because they make everything seem more complicated than they are and more, um, you know, frustrating and um, they overdo everything. So kind of, I get out of this. But... Nevertheless, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Self-Development with Tactics um, podcast. Yes, um, I'm your host, Christopher. I'm a 17-year-old graphic design student from Austria and really happy to serve you with this kind of medium I can give you. I really have to thank you for listening and just follow me on everything if you want. Um, more inspiration, more value and more things I like to do. And for that now, I have to say goodbye and really thank you. Thank you very much. Love you all.